stories of the life of Jesus Christ according to the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 5. Jesus was walking along the lake of Gennesaret when he saw two boats on the seashore, and the fishermen were washing their nets, and the people saw Jesus and pressed hard on him, wanting to hear the word of God. Then Jesus got into the boat that belonged to Simon and told him to trust little into the water. Then Simon pushed forward the boat in the water and Jesus sat on the boat and began to preach the word of God to the people. And when he had finished, he told Simon to trust the boat into the deep and he should let out his net for a catch. And Simon said, Lord, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. But nevertheless, at thy word, I will trust into the deep. Then Simon obeyed, and he caught so much drought of fishes that he had to call on his partners on the other boats to come and help them. They came and filled both boats with fishes that the boat was almost sinking. Then Simon turned towards Jesus and said, Lord, go away from me, I am a sinful man. And Jesus told Simon not to be afraid, and as from now on, it will become fishers of men. And they left their net and everything and followed Jesus. Then Jesus was walking along and saw a tax collector named Levi. And he said to him, follow me. And immediately he left everything and followed Jesus. Now Levi made great feasts for Jesus in his house and other tax collectors were in attendance. And the scribes and teachers of the law were also present. And they asked Jesus' disciples, How come John's disciple and the Pharisees' disciples do fast? But Jesus' disciples are always feasting. And Jesus replied and told them, When the bridegroom is in the feast, the people don't need to fast. But a time will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will need to fast. Then Jesus spoke to them a parable and said, No man puts teeth a piece of new garment upon an old garment if not they both will tear and also no one puts a new wine into an old wine skin jesus said the new wine skin we burst the bottle and be spilled and the bottles shall perish but a new wine must be put into a new wine skin so that the both the bottle and the wine shall be preserved no man, having drunk old wine, straightway desired the new, for he said, Behold, it's better. Was Jesus was in the house preaching, and the people came along as usual from along all the region and villages in Galilee, and even as far as Jerusalem. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were also present to hear Jesus teaching. Then some certain men had a friend who was sick with palsy and laid him bird. Then the, his friends were determined to get him in front of Jesus, but because of the crowd, they could not. So they went to the rooftop and pulled it open, and then they brought their friend in the middle right in front of Jesus. Then Jesus, seeing their faith, was pleased and said unto the man that was sick with palsy, Your sins are forgiven. And the Pharisees and teachers of the law that were there said within themselves, Jesus speaks blasphemy, for there was no one that can forgive sin except God. Then Jesus perceived in his heart what they had said, and he said to them, 
which is easier to say you're saying a forgiving or to say get up take up your bed and walk but i will show you that the son of man has the power on her to forgive saints then jesus said to the man man arise take up your bed and go home and immediately the man got up took up his bed and went home glorifying God and all that saw him marveled and they said that they had never seen such amazing thing before the lessons I've learned from the above scripture the first lessons when Jesus calls you into the ministry to follow him he uh, sorry when Jesus wants to use you, uh, or he calls you into a ministry to follow him. First of all, before using you as a vessel or container, or to change or to bless lives of others, he already knows your present situation or problem, and he has already made a way to bring every problem to end in your life. But the most important thing of him calling you is to follow him. Now, when Jesus calls us, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say in essence is, when Jesus calls us to follow Him, He knows at every point we are in our lives. He knows the mistakes we have made. He knows the 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 our weaknesses, so to say. He knows everything, our shortcomings, the little foxes in our lives. He knows everything. He knows the states we are in. But he has called us to follow him. Now, it's not just about, before he, he called us to follow him, like he told um, Peter, he said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. He still told him not to be afraid that he'll become fishers of men. Because Peter was so, he was so amazed at the draught of fish he was able to catch when Jesus told him. And then, it's not just about blessing the lives of others, but following jesus being like him our lives being a blessing before our lives can be a blessing jesus wants to bless us as in he wants his life to be to be reflected in our lives he wants people to see his light shining in us and with that yeah we can now bless the lives of others and the only way we can do that is when we follow him like jesus he told his disciples, he said, If anyone is willing to follow me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. We need to follow Jesus. Remember how he also called Levi, which is, who is also Matthew. He told each Matthew was a task collector. And Jesus told him, follow me. You remember in those days, people don't like task collectors because essentially, task collectors, they are, they are the... Jew working for the Roman. The Romans were the ones in control of the Jew at that time and the Romans obviously were regarded as Gentiles and Jew, they don't like the Gentiles. They don't like um, the fact that they were being ruled or controlled by the Romans who were Gentiles and so they didn't like the idea of them paying taxes, their own tax to the Romans. Now what the Romans did the Roman government, what they did then was to allocate some Jews who will be collecting those taxes from their fellow Jew and giving it to them. Now, this Jew that we're doing, that we're actually collecting this tax or this tax from their people, 
they were not going to be paid by the Roman government. But and so the Roman government gave them their li- that liberty to have whatever amounts of money they 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 want to make from the money they. So they only that for instance, if you have to give us five hundred shekels, you can tax the people who one thousand shekels. So the remaining five hundred is this for the Jew. So this this um, gives the Jew, the tax collectors who were also Jew, it gives them the liberty of charging outrageously to the for, from their fellow um, king's people, the country people, and this what make them people dislike them because of this because they thought that they were extortioners they just extort money from them outrageously not minding whether they are poor they are rich or whatever and for the fact that they were even working for the roman government is is enough hatred on its own so um now jesus saw levy who was a tax collector and he told levy to follow him and Levi left everything and followed Jesus. And he didn't just follow Jesus, but he was so happy and so excited that he made a feast for Jesus. He made a feast for Jesus and then he invited his fellow countrymen, the Pharisees and tri- um, scribes, they were also present there. And Jesus came, they invited Jesus. Jesus was there with his disciples. And the Pharisees, they were so angry, they're like, oh, why, why would Jesus telling Jesus' disciples, why why, why does he feast? I mean, John's disciples do fast. Our disciples fast, we the Pharisees. But Jesus' disciples, you guys, you are always eating. And when Jesus perceived what they thought in their heart or what they said, Jesus told them, when the bridegroom is with in the party with his guests, I mean, they don't they don't need to fast. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken away, then, then they will need to. I mean, essentially, it means there's time for everything. So it's not a basis to start judging someone what they are doing, what they are not doing. God knows everyone's timing, and when it's right time comes, it's, it's it manifests. So, um, so the most important lesson is to follow Jesus. Reason for following Jesus is so that we can be like Him, we can reflect His life. He can teach us things. He can show us things that He um, says He has called us friends because it's only a friend that shows secrets to each other so let's let's follow jesus so that we can be like him so the second lesson i've learned is jesus is willing to heal us from any dreadful illness and is also willing to cleanse us from any form of lepros in our lives yeah we might not be lepros physically but what is our character like what is our relationship to others like what is our own heart like is it like us? You know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We cannot give what we don't have. So, but Jesus is willing, no matter the state we are in our lives, it's just retracing what the first lesson is to follow Jesus. Remember the, the disciples, the people Jesus called to follow him, just told them, Follow me, and they did. Thank God they dropped everything, they followed Jesus. Even Peter, after Jesus told him to cast his net in the boat and he caught so many fishes and he wasn't carried away by the amount of fishes he had but he left everything and followed Jesus I mean no matter what where we are in our lives the brokenness, the hurt the pain Jesus is willing to heal us and to cleanse us and also to heal every broken heart 
So please, let's come to him. Remember the, the men that went to open the rooftop because there were lots of crowds to get their friend. I pray that we are surrounded with good people who, who will be after our well-being. I mean, those, those were good friends. They got their friend right in front of Jesus. And when Jesus saw it, their faith, Jesus was pleased. Let's remember, Jesus is always pleased by faith. And Jesus told them, I said, his sins are forgiven. When we come with any problems in our lives, Jesus already knows the source of the problem, what opens the doorway for that problem to come into our lives. I'm sure for that man that, that had the palsy, I'm sure it was sin that led to what happened to him. And Jesus eventually dealt with the source of the illness in his life, which was sin. I told him, is sin forgiven? I mean, which other miracle? Is greater than that when our sins are forgiven every other thing that is associated with associated with the sin everything is taken care of so i pray that the lord will forgive us all our sins every sin we have committed in our lives that has brought about any any unfortunate incidences in our lives that are not according to the will of god i pray that the lord will have mercy on us and forgive us our sins in jesus name amen now, the third lesson I've learned is Jesus is always open to invite anyone that wants a change of life from the inside out. Anyone that comes to him, he will by no means cast away. I mean, Jesus is willing. And if when we come to him with a genuine heart, with repentance of heart, I mean, I learned something new about repentance. Repentance is not just about you being sorrowful, crying, and feeling bad about what you've done. I mean, there's godly sorrow, and there's sorrow that leads to death, really. Those, that's when you say remorse. Some people, they feel so bad that they end up hating themselves or, or um, causing injury to themselves because they hate themselves for what they've done. No, that's not the kind of sorrow I'm talking about. But this godly sorrow leads to repentance. Repentance is... I mean, I just learned that you, you don't have to even... Yeah, some people do. We are different, but most time you don't you don't really have to cry or be sorrowful before you you repent of a particular sin. I mean, I just learned that repentance is just about say, oh, oh, now I've had enough of this way of life. I need a better way of life. I can't keep hating everyone. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep talking about people at their back. I can't keep backbiting. I can't keep slandering people. I'm, I'm done with this. I need a, 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 there's a better way of living. I want to be free from all this. You know, that's repentance. For so the fact that we, we've recognized that, that state we are in and we desire a change. I mean, to me, that's repentance. When, when we repent, yeah, our heart is open. Is receptive to to hear and to receive the word of God, who is that is able to change our hearts and our mind through Christ Jesus, and also ready to follow Jesus. So Jesus is always ready and willing to forgive us when we come to that state of repentance in our hearts. And then He says, "We throw everything into the sea of forgetfulness." When Jesus says, "We are forgiven," we are forgiven. So we, and also let's remember he's pleased by our feet. So when Jesus speaks a word in our hearts, we are forgiven. Let's believe what he has said. We are forgiven. And don't start going back thinking about it or everything. No. It says when the ways of the man pleases the Lord, it makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. 
everyone you have hurt in the past as a result of what you've done, the mistake you've made, or the hurt you've caused. When Jesus has forgiven you, Jesus will walk as a he will touch the those people's heart and they too they they will they, they are hard to soften towards you. I'm well, I'm I'm sure when we walk with Jesus, Jesus will also give us instruction and help us on how to make peace with uh, those people. So I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So the fourth lesson I've learned is Jesus has the power to both forgive us of all our sin and also to heal us from every illnesses. You know, like Jesus told the man when they brought it, they the man that was sick with palsy when his friend took off the rooftop and brought the man in front of Jesus Jesus was pleased with their faith Jesus healed the, uh, Jesus first and foremost dealt with the source of that healness from his life that that doorway that what brought about this, the healness in his life which was sin essentially and Jesus dealt with it by telling him his sins are forgiven and not only that Jesus also healed him from that healness so I think to me that is being made whole Jesus dealt with the source of the illness and he healed him completely so that is being made whole that the man even got up rejoicing and started praising God so I pray that every every sickness that's coming to our lives every illness every incident that is not right that's coming to our life as a result of sin I pray that by the mercy of God that the Lord will have mercy on us and heal us from every disease, every sickness, every infirmity in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is willing to give us a new heart and a new life as we follow him. Yes. As we follow Jesus, he says that the word of God says in the book of Isaiah, it says, A new heart will I give to you and a new spirit will I give unto you. I will take away the heart of stone out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. I pray that it's my prayer today that as we repent of our sins, as we, we tell ourselves, yo, I'm done with this way of life. I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to, to be angry with everyone anymore. I want to be a loving person. I want to be lovable. Also, I just I want to help people to be kind to people. I don't want to frown anymore. I just I just want to live a life that is pleasing to God. No, that's repentance now. Now, when we come to that state in our lives and we submit to God, and as we begin to follow Jesus, He says that He will give us a new heart. He will give us a new spirit. He will give us a new life. No man can make a man except Jesus. The making of a man comes from God. He's, also, he's still in the business of making men. He's still in the business of making men. He's able to cleanse us, to cleanse us. We have vessels in his hands. He's able to cleanse us. He says, if anyone is willing to be a vessel unto him, let him cleanse himself from this. Now, let Jesus is able to cleanse us from every iniquity, from every illness, and make us a brand new man. I'm a new creation. And a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. And a brand new man. Now, 
it's only Jesus that can do that, that can make us a brand new man by giving us a new heart and giving us a new spirit, putting a new spirit inside of us, the spirit of Christ inside of us. It's taking away every stony heart. We just see that we, it's easy for us to forgive now. We don't even remember what people have done. That is wrong. We don't, we don't react to offenses when you say we respond with love i mean it's only jesus that can do this and that's if we follow him and allow him to make us to cleanse us from the inside out so the question i've got for you today is will you follow jesus there's a song by panapasi paul which says i will follow jesus Keep on following him, I will follow him for the rest of my life. I will follow him for the rest of my life. I will follow Jesus. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Bye.